Salutations to all the nations. Welcome to a Suave Experience with your boy, Darius D. We're here. We are live and direct in the cut. So I'm hopefully you guys are doing well. Hopefully y'all are doing your things. I know it's unprecedented times, as you've heard many times, but I hope that you guys are doing well. Hopefully that you guys are staying safe and hoping that you guys are doing well and that every day you're becoming better so what i wanted to talk about today as if you already don't know because you read the title i'm gonna be talking about relationships with our generation generation z all right not dragon ball z but generation z this is what we're gonna be talking about in today's podcast before we get into the discussion we're gonna do the word of the day oh my gosh um okay the reason why i'm saying oh my gosh is like (laughs) the reason why i'm saying oh oh my gosh is because i haven't done this in a minute like legit haven't done this in a minute i only did it like uh, I think it's like uh, last time I did it. I think it was 2019, so almost two years ago, fam. So like, honestly, because I've been doing this podcast since 2018, so since I was 20, so I'm turning 23 this year, so pretty much three years. Started in February of 2018, just because I wanted to try something new, and it's been an amazing ride thus far. I know I haven't been the most consistent, especially within the last year or so. But I've been trying out doing different things, seeing what I like. Um, yeah, just pretty much seeing what I like and what I enjoy. But yeah, we're going to do the word of the day. Obviously, you guys know how that goes. The intro um, brought to you by Miriam Webster. Okay. And the word of the day is, well, this one's pretty basic. It's called, or it is exact. All right. So the proper phonetic terminology would be um, I-G-Z-A-K-T is how you would say it in its phonetic properties. But it is a verb. And the definition thereof is to call for forcibly or urgently and obtain all right or the second one would be to call for as a necessary or desirable so this is the word of the day so you can add that to your mental lexicon here which is your mental library put it in digest it use it in everyday conversation which i know you exactly will okay play on words here you go and if you enjoy this contest thus far, go make sure you check out all the other episodes that I have done. You can check me out on IG underscore DD, the suave kid. If you want to hit me up in the DMs, uh, check my Twitter. Same thing. Uh, you can check me out on YouTube. That's where I do most of my fashion stuff. And now it would be suave kid tv and then for food and all your foodly needs <laughs> you're gonna go to ig and follow me on or oh, follow me there as the under tag will be used as some suave food all right so yo all these different places do that if you show me that you care that's all it takes is nothing so i'm not asking anything monetarily i'm just saying go check my my stuff and see what i can improve on and all that and also last but not least make sure you leave a good review on apple itunes and then subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform that you so choose to use so it could be spotify it could be apple Podcasts, it could be google Podcasts, all that jazz man you can do that all over there so thank you guys for tuning in and yo let's get right into the episode all right we are back once again all right so we're talking about relationships in 2021 we're talking about 
how people get together in 2021 and our generation. Now, the whole idea of generation, and I don't want to be long-winded, but I am, sorry. But a lot of us grew up in the 2000s, all right? But I'm going to focus on Generation Z. And depending on what school of thought you are in or how people interpret generations, um, it varies between the last one, which would have been millennials. Because at one point in my life, they used to call us the... They used to call us the millennials, but apparently we're not that any longer. So I have a chart here, so I want to make sure I'm prepared. So it's starting off from 1880, obviously. So we're talking about the 19th century. And um, I'm not going to go that far back. That would be like the lost generation. So we can start off from... Something that's close, which would basically be my grandparents' generation. Most of our grandparents' generations. I'm going to talk about our generation mainly, all right? And if you aren't a part of my generation and you're raising kids in this generation or you know somebody who is, please send it to them as well as take some information down for yourself or hit me up in the DMs and give me some feedback or your analysis on what we've prepared for today. So... Basically, anywhere from 1928 to 1945, which would be the silent generation, basically means you're seen and not heard. Then after that is the baby boomers, which would be 46 to 64, which is the me generation. Basically, they had to raise themselves almost because a lot of that had to do with the war and all that sort of stuff. Then you have Generation X, so anywhere from 65 to 80, which would be majority of our parents, but not all of our parents, because some parents will be in the next category. Um, so this is what I mean, how it's confusing at times, because um, they said for millennials slash Generation Y, it would be from 81 to 96, but other people who've studied generations will say that it's from uh, like 81 to, and they'll cut it off at like 94, 95, and then 96 would be the next one. But the generation that I am in, because I'm born in 98, uh, and most people that I'm talking about are in between millennials and Gen Z. So I'm going to just say the young generation. Uh, so it's between... Zoomer slash Gen Z would be 97 to 2012. And then the generation after that would be... See how this doesn't make sense? Because, like, 2012? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, generation Alpha is from 2010 to the mid-2020. So, like, 2025 ish And then there's another one after that. And then before them... Like before all of us, the lost generation, 1883 to 1900. So, yeah. That's crazy. I'm looking at this chart and seeing how much happened through that. Um, But if you think about it, the most important part in our generation, obviously, we lived through some strange times, but most of the times we were children. And we lived through 9-11. And we lived through uh, the recession. But that didn't really affect most of us. Um, it affected our, our parents more so than us. And then also we had the pandemic that we're living in right now. So, and that affects anybody from the silent generation until generation alpha. But one thing that is interesting is um, technology technology and the technology technological advancements. Wow, I almost butchered that, bro. My God. Anyway, <laughs> yo, so um, going back to that. So with all the technological advancements that we have made over the last 50 plus years, where our generation, Generation Z and the millennials have been at the brunt of it, 
All right. So we've been exposed to a lot of technology at a younger age, more so than our parents have. So we have the video games, but they were more, the graphics were better. The gameplay was better. The processing was all better. Then you had obviously TV. Most of us had phones at a younger age than our parents. I remember some people telling me who were Gen Xers that they didn't get a phone till they were 24, 25. The average people in my generation got their phones. If you were early, you would got it at 10, at 10 or 11. But on, on average, I would say most people, and this is just anecdotal. This is not empirical data. But on average, it was probably what I'm going to guess is 12 to 14, depending on who you are and depending on your financial situation. I don't know. Or what your parents think you should have at that age. So the first time I got my cell phone was when I was 13 years of old, of age. So I think the fact that we are born into a technologically advanced society and growing up as a kid, for most Zoomers, you have the best of both worlds, no means to, by coding Hannah Montana, but we did go outside and play just like how our parents did. And we did similar things to what our parents did growing up but we also had so much tech and so much uh so many toys and all these different gadgets and then also one pivotal moment was when we had facebook all right so the millennials ahead of us were already on myspace and what was that msn i think i still had msn but we didn't really use like chat rooms as much we had our own version for kids like uh, Club Penguin and all that stuff, but um, pretty sure I had that. But for the most part, it was just chat rooms and like MySpace was like the first one, but we were too young for that. So when Facebook came around, it was a grand poobah, the cat's meow, if you will. And what's interesting about that whole situation, um is that a lot of times we were putting up a front, okay? We were putting up a front because we didn't, it was relatively new at the time when it came to Facebook. I think it dropped in like 08, 09. And a lot of us, I what I noticed in myself, because I didn't get Facebook till I was in college because I wasn't allowed to get it as a kid. The only other social media platforms that I used at a young age was Instagram and uh, Twitter and Snapchat. And then I dropped Snapchat for personal reasons. But um, what was interesting about that is that um, when it came to Facebook, a lot of us put our identities into it. What I was noticing is that even at a young age that people were comparing how many friends I have and we would get validation from how many friends that we have. And a lot of the times it wasn't actually our friends, people that we would hang out with. It would just be people that are mutual friends with somebody that you know or somebody that you follow just because your friends are following them. But it shows up as they're your friends, but they're not really your friends. So we get validation from that. And this is when you're at your impressionable state, not to say that when you're a young adult, you're not impressionable, but you're more impressionable as a child. And majority of us were in that age demographic of like nine, because I knew people who are nine, like people younger than me when Facebook dropped that had it. And then people as like old as like 13. So this is basically elementary school days. So we're already impressionable. We already have self-esteem issues. We already have like vulnerability problems and we are not able to express ourselves. And we don't know, we haven't come to the knowledge of ourselves yet. We're just learning to find our identity in the world, all right? That's why I think you guys should become a Christian and get your identity in Christ. But at that age, you're still trying to figure out what you like, what you don't like, who you wanna be in the world. And how do you want to impact it? So there's so many things that are going on. And I'm not here preaching against social media. I'll never do that because social media has helped me in a lot of ways as it has harmed me as an individual. So it's like I said, it's a two-edged sword at times. We don't 
know how to use it properly and specifically because it's so new, sometimes we actually end up hurting ourselves more so than you actually help yourself. It wasn't until, I want to say, like four or five years ago when I started using social media properly and not getting attached to it emotionally. So taking more breaks from it, I think. But if you just use it as a tool instead of using it as a thing that gives you validation, then I think you should be okay. But if you're looking at it from 97 to 2012, but I'm really going to say like 90, I'm going to focus on like, I'll say 1981 because they're not that old. Um, They're both being their 40s by now. I'll say like mid 80s to mid 2000s, like, like 05, 06. You're growing up in this age. And I feel bad for the next generation because these guys are literally born into technology. Most of them, not all of them, but some of them would rather just play video games all day and, and not go outside and do all that stuff. Because I know our generation, we got a lot of flack for playing a lot of video games, playing, watching TV a lot, watching Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, all that stuff. But at the same time, we would still go outside. So we were more balanced where in a generation that comes after us, they're not going to be as balanced and it's not their fault. It's just they're born at this time where social media and internet and like entertainment and all these different things. Like my little cousin knew how to work a tablet before he could speak because that's just the thing. And there's nothing wrong with that per se, but it's what happens when you're in a certain time period. You didn't help to be born in this generation. But that's what happens, right? So in other ways, it makes you smarter. In other ways, it delays certain things. But I think in everything, there should be a balance. So I say all that to say when it comes to dating now, it's so complex because now you have online data. And I talk about my experience on Bumble and Tinder and all those different dating sites. And I just talked about it before I went on it and then I talked about it after and I gave you guys the breakdown so you guys want to check out those episodes um listen to them if you want as your will so um when it comes to the online dating thing and dating especially now cuz you can't really go in person as much as you would want to there's so many problems that can arise, right? Obviously, we understand the generation of the catfish. So that show dropped on MTV. And there's a lot of catfishing going on that people had to worry about. People claiming to be one thing and they're not another thing. And I think a lot of times people fall into that trap because even though they have the red flags, even though they have the warning, they just have romanticized people in their head and what it should be like and what they want it to be like instead of being realistic in a sense, all right? There's a sense of realism that isn't present there anymore. And I think with social media and the online dating, and remember, this is mostly anecdotal, right? There's it would have to be more analysis to it. But I'm just putting this out there. What I think is happening is these people get so engulfed in their identity online where they can be something that they're not. They can seem more important than they aren't. Most people are insecure and they have insecurities, right? Some people don't even want to post because they're insecure because they're thinking about what people are going to think. And I think we should get out of that mold and start being who we actually are. Meaning, stop trying to put on a facade or a front when you're one thing. Stop trying to act more intellectual than you actually are. Because the truth will always come out. I'm not saying that I, what I'm really asking for is more vulnerability from people. And that's what most people want, is the truth, right? So I did do... Uh, I asked, I posed a question online. 
And essentially what that question entailed are specifically for this podcast is basically what are some issues you find in dating in your in our generation, right? So what are the issues that you find? All right. So uh, I got a good amount of feedback from people who actually have brain cells at work. All right, yo, these people are dope. If you guys are listening to this, I appreciate all your feedback, okay? Because, man, you guys absolutely, absolutely smashed it. So some of the responses, I'll read them out, and um, their names are going to remain anonymous. But if you know what you said, you know what you said. So this is a good one right here. So one problem that this person sees is that people can be less bold in person. So it's easy. Anonymity is not really that you're anonymous in a sense, like when you're talking to people online or getting to know them, but you can put on a facade easily. It's so simple because you can act as though, hey, like I'm this, I got that. I look this way. I can filter it up, make me look better than I actually am. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that to make yourself look better. But you also come across as bold as well. Some people in the DMs will say things that you would never dream or imagine or come across as more confident because they're hiding behind a screen, right? So they think because they're behind the screen, they can act bolder than they actually would in person. So that can be negative for a lot of people because some people wouldn't want you to say certain things to them. And you are more inclined to say it online because the likelihood of you even meeting this person is a slim chance because when it comes to relationships, what we have to understand is proximity matters. Most of the times we try to do the sliding in the DMs or trying to haul out a girl across the way. How often does that work into a long lasting relationship? It's usually a slim because you don't have proximity. If you look at most of your relationships or if you look at people that are in relationships now or your parents or people that you know, most of them come from people who are close to them or have mutual friendships. The next one is false realities. As I mentioned before, shout out the homie who said this, because this is true, is false realities and expectations on social media. So social media, this is almost like a, a mirage. I know the Bible talks about it uh, as far as Solomon and Ecclesiastes saying that it's pretty much heavy, basically like a mist. It appears to be in front of you and you can grab it, but as soon as it's there, or as soon as you try to reach for it, it's actually gone. It was never there because it's just a mirage. It's just entertainment almost, if you think about it. It's just me trying to present myself in the best way possible, which is fine, but the authenticity isn't there. It isn't there. It isn't there at all, and that's why it's important for us to stop having these, like, false realities in our mind of how a relationship is going to go in your mind and in your heart. First of all, the Bible does talk about it in Jeremiah 17 and 9, talking about how the heart is desperately wicked. Who could know it? Who can understand it? So why would you trust your heart and dream of all these different things when you don't even know what you really want? You're just basing it off of reality tv you're just basing it off of disney movies those are entertainment these are means of entertainment right so we have to be clear and understand what's going on here because honestly guys like what you think a relationship is and especially because of online where you see these hashtags called relationship goals the first time i've heard of that I think I was either 13 or 14 years old. And it wasn't from people that I knew. It was on the, um, I think it was on the Explore page. And then a lot of girls were on Twitter, what's it called? Um, Tumblr at the time. And they would always post stuff or repost stuff from Tumblr on IG and talking about relationship goals. And then you would have the power couples in Hollywood at the time. You had Kimye, you had Jay-Z and Beyonce and all these different people. Uh, that were in relationships and like, yo, goals, 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 and like the Obamas and all that stuff. And you still see it online today. You still see it on Twitter and all that stuff. But um, 
how realistic are those goals? They look good in front of you now because it's on camera. Listen, folks, whenever a camera goes on, the person is not being truly authentic. There's very time, there's very few times where you can see someone be vulnerable on camera. If I were to put a camera or record you right now, like where you are right now, if I were to just come in and record you, you're going to say, hey, yo, don't record me. Let me put myself together. Or you're going to act a little bit differently. So you want to be portrayed a certain way. This is what's happening. You don't know what's going on in these people's relationships online, especially a lot of these relationship gurus and couples. Some of them don't even like each other like that. They're just in it for some guap, which is like, I get it. But the ones that are real will tell you that there's going to be a lot of hiccups in a relationship. There's going to be a lot of issues that are going to arise out of this relationship. There's going to be a lot of times where you don't want to talk to each other, but you have to talk to each other in order to get through this gripe that you have with one another. There's going to be times where there's going to be financial strain on you, and some of you might have to pick up an extra job in order to take care of yourself or your family. That's what I find to be interesting because, like, a lot of the times we just look at the glitz and the glamour of relationships or, like, going on a trip to Bali with each other just to flex for the grammar. Oh, yo, check it out. My girl just bought me these new pair of Yeezys or this new pair of Jays. I'm clean. I'm fresh. Look at me. Look at me. And you're like, yo, I wish I had a girl to buy me a PS5. That's all I That's all I saw on Twitter. Like, yo, secure the five. I know it's a meme. It's a joke that I see on Twitter and Reddit. But at the same time, like you think, oh man, I wish I had a girl to do this, or I'm a foodie myself, right? Because I told you I have a food page, some swap foodie. You know, I have to plug my stuff, but I have I'm a foodie, so of course I want to take a girl on a date and show her where I've been around the city and show her the different spots that um she might like on a date or stuff that would be nice to do that's something that you would want to do it's fine it's easy to have those desires but at the end of the day is it just trivial like that is it that simple because you would only be seeing the serious like you're not going to see the serious issues that their people are dealing with until they get like a divorce or breakup or whatever. And then they're bashing their ex all over Twitter. And then have the audacity to say, stay out of my business when you post it on the World Wide Web. Because you have to go www.twitter, www.facebook, www.instagram. You post that on the internet and you expect people not to be in your business. That's your fault, fam. So stop being ridiculous. But either way, what I'm trying to tell y'all is that this doesn't matter. It does not matter, y'all. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to uh, relationships, you have to be forthcoming about what you're looking for. You have to be honest with yourself first. A lot of the times people ask me, in my life, um, growing up in high school and in university right now, a lot of people ask me, like, other than how tall I am, they ask me, yo, um, do you have a girl or anything? And I usually say no. And then they ask me, like, yo, how come you don't have a girl, dude? Like, Didi, how come you don't have a girl? Like, Deed, or whatever nickname they have for me. And I say, like, or, like, are you not looking for one? Or, like, what's the problem? Is like, I said, or I constantly say to them, for the most part, is, like, if I'm not in the right place in mind, if I'm not having the goal in mind, because in high school, I didn't have a goal in mind because I didn't care for a girlfriend at that time because I was, first of all, I was at the prime of my life. Not prime. Well, it's getting into the problem of my life. I had what I had, especially like with like yeah, I had a job. Obviously, I was like a captain on a football team. Da 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 da. But not only that, I felt as though like most of them 
including myself, was like, yo, we're not really serious and this is not going to go anywhere seriously. Like, there's only very few people who I know that dated in high school and are with the same person till now. So I'm like, yo, what's the point of me doing all that stuff and buying you gifts and all that stuff when I know for a fact in my mind I'm not I'm not gonna date you outside of high school. And you probably won't want to date me outside of high school either. So then what are we doing? So I'm like, yo, let's not waste each other's time doing all that stuff and then getting heartbroken. So like I never dated in high school. And honestly. For most people, I would say don't date in high school because a lot of you guys are dealing with trauma and foolishness from high school and then wonder why your relationships suck now because you didn't heal from that, number one. Number two, you were at a young, vulnerable state in your life. So it can go very bad or it can go very well. So like sometimes it works out where, you know, the whole high school sweethearts like LeBron and all that stuff. Sometimes it works very well, and other times, most times than not, is bad. It's like Russian roulette. So a lot of us are dealing with that. I noticed that in our generation, because we had to grow up pretty fast because of social media and because of how fast the world is going and a lot of us getting into different things at a younger age, man, we have a lot of baggage. So what changed my mind in university, why I didn't date, because first of all, just getting closer to God. Uh, number two, obviously school didn't want to, and most girls aren't dis- aren't a distraction if she's serious. But my thing is like, yo, I don't really like. I know what I want in life, and I know what I want to do in order to raise a family. That's the end goal. So like, I'm not gonna just throw away my time like that. And I want to be the best man that I could be so that when the time comes for me to find a wife or find a woman, that I am what I'm supposed to be for her, right? So I'd rather just wait because it's so easy for me to just go ahead and just do whatever with any girl or just like kick it or just chill out and be aimless. But in my opinion, man, like I can't do that. Because it's not even fair to the, the girls who are actually serious. And it's not fair for me as well because I'm wasting time because we're not going anywhere from here. So it's better that I don't talk to them at all or just be cool with them as friends and just leave it as that. And that's why I always say that to people because it's like, yo, although, yeah, I'm a fly guy, I'm pretty, whatever, all that stuff, which is a fact, but. Either way, no matter how you spin it, I got to make sure that I'm not hurting people along the way, number one. And number two, I got to make sure that I am the man that God wants me to be, all right? And it's hard. It is hard to refuse. It's hard to, because you want to be in a relationship, but you know you're not ready. So just don't do it because you're just going to hurt somebody else so we're going to take a quick break and i'm going to talk about some of the responses still and we're going to talk about one response that actually hit home and i'm going to read it out in full this is a suave experience and this is your boy darius d yo so we're back here talking about relationships and all that jazz and what's going on um what's interesting and what i noticed is like because i got a lot of ages through so like most of it's my age group um but there are some who uh are younger and i'm gonna one thing that this person mentioned was awkwardness right i can see that a lot of people think especially those who are in the older generation that our generation even though it's ironic it's almost in itself a paradox is that how could the generation with the most social social the most social access the most social media and the most uh social awareness be the most socially awkward so i can see that where he's coming from sometimes it is awkward i know some people who are like yo 
who are very awkward online, but in person they are better. And there's some people who communicate better behind the screen. Um, I would say that um, you should balance it out a bit, whoever you are out there. Like, try not, like, sometimes a situation can be awkward, especially if you're meeting somebody new for the first time. You want to make a great impression on them, and impressions are everything. And literally, this is psychologically proven. I can't get into the detail right now because then I'm just going to go on a tangent. But, yeah, awkwardness is definitely one. One common theme I mentioned is social media. We talked about that in the first half. Uh, One of the homies... Shout out to her. She said a lack of communication, which is ironic how we have so much opportunity to be the most communicating generation, yet we are still lacking communication. And I think what she also means by that is understanding. We also, like in the scripture, it says, and all that getting, getting understanding. Understand people's vantage points. Understand people's perspectives, where they're coming from communicate properly it's hard for men and women to communicate because how we communicate are differently are so much different like i don't even speak to women the same way that i speak to men not because women are incompetent they're more than able competent sometimes they're more competent than men's men are and i'm okay with saying that because it can be the truth uh but when it comes to communication like women communicate or express differently than men on average same with men to men like men we use less words there's certain now there's obviously anomalies to this all right so there are men who speak more than women um i guess i might fall into that category and there are women that speak less or use less words than men but the general mean or the general average women use more words than men or communicate more than men do and what i find to be interesting is how a lot of the times we don't want to understand other people's side and we don't want to communicate properly and in a decent fashion where somebody can understand us or you see this a lot that people should just take me for who I am and at the same time these same people who say that communicate oh this guy has to be x y and z or this girl has to be x y and z why did they have to be that for you and you're not willing to change for them so it's like you're asking for something, but you're not willing to put in the work for yourself. So that's why when I say that I don't want to get into a relationship right away um, because I'm still working on myself, it's because I'm working for myself because I know what type of woman I would like to have in the future. So I'm willing to sacrifice for now and be by myself. I work on myself because there's a lot of stuff that I got to work on that I thought I took care of or that I didn't even know was there in the first place, that when it comes to that time, I can say, yeah, that's the one for me. But until then, I'm not going to, I'm not going to play them. I'm not going to waste my time or waste, especially waste their time and hurt them. So lack of communication is definitely crucial. I see that a lot of times we do think that we're communicating, but we're really just talking at each other and started talking to one another. A lot of people, just want to get their point across instead of hearing the other side actually working out their problems with rational um arguments and reasoning and just flat out tr getting to know each other on a personal basis not just physical obviously physical attraction matters i'm not going to say it doesn't because it's an initial point of contact but this one, it was very, I know it sounds mundane, but it's very, it has so many layers to it when it comes to communication because there's different forms of communication, right? Um, 
obviously there's speaking to one each other, but there's also understanding people's love language languages as well. Understanding uh, what people like to do. There's also written form with how we do with texting and how someone can interpret certain things. And then also on the call communication, nonverbal communication. So you have to understand reading body language. Like, is she upset with you? Is he just tired or frustrated? And if you if you don't understand how to communicate properly, then there's going to be problems. And that's one thing that I'm learning how to do myself. Uh, the other one, this is my homie, all right? Lack of seriousness and commitment. My Lord. <laughs> Yo, that's a bar right there. I don't even have to say nothing. I can wrap this up right now, man. Like, seriousness and commitment. That's why I said, listen to me. At least I'm self-aware, okay? Because I said I wasn't serious in high school, all right? Because I wasn't. So then I would be forthcoming like, hey, man, I'm not even serious. So if you want to talk to me, that's cool if you want to. But I'm letting you know, miss, I'm not serious right now. So it's all up to you if you want to do that. For me, this is a big one. Um, If I'm not serious or if you can tell that this girl's not serious, fellas, or ladies, you can tell this guy's not serious. Bro, why bother talk to them? You know they're not serious, man. You can tell when someone's serious about something. And commitment is pretty much the foundation of any relationship. Even if it's plutonic, even if it's like family related, spiritually with Christ. Dog, it's a commitment. You're committing this time with this person and you want to live together for the rest of your life in sickness and in health rich or for poor these are the things that we need to start thinking in our minds because man like we just are so fascinated with these different power couples or these different social media like couples and stuff on youtube it's youtube y'all for the most part is not that real there's only very few, there's a few small population of real um, couples on YouTube and they actually teach you something, not vlogs. Anyways, continuing on, another one, same thing. The other homie said people don't take relationships seriously. They don't. It's not like, bro, like go on Twitter right now and you can see how serious these people are, bro. And they want to go do a whole Shakespearean soliloquy about how this guy hurt me. When you know he was a playboy from the... Bruh, look at his bio and you already know this man's playing you, dog. Like, stop, stop playing. Do your Googles, as my homie said. Do your Googles. You guys know who is who right now. Don't play. You know if a girl's serious or if a guy's serious, bro. And you know if... Hey, this is for the fellas, bro. Okay, let me tell you something about these women. Because I know women pretty well, all right? More than the average male. Listen, when it comes to women, you want to know she's serious, bro. She's going to keep in contact with you almost every day or every other day. If you know if a girl's serious about you or she likes you. I'm serious. And I know a lot of girls say, like, yo, it depends on what type of girl you are. Some girls are not that communicating. I'm like, yo, listen, I deal with girls who, oh, I know girls that are less likely to and more likely to. And what I notice is there's a step up. If a girl is interested in you, she's going to hit you up. First of all, she's going to respond faster. Number one. Number two, she's going to hit you up all the time or ask you questions and see what you're doing and just keep in contact with you frequently if she's actually about it, about it. If you trust me, man, there's some girls that you probably didn't even know, like, liked you until you realize, like, oh, holy, like, this girl likes me. All right. For example, if you, if the girl, there's a girl that likes you, bro, she hits you up in the DMs. And 
she's like hitting you up all the time, asking you questions, and she never did that before. So she obviously either just realized that you were sweet or she's just building up the courage because you didn't pay her any mind. She's just hitting you up, hitting you up, hitting you up. Versus a girl that you like and you try to hit her up and you're not, she's not responding to you as often as she should or you would want her to because you're interested in her. And she gives you like dry answers or she's like saying I'm busy. The whole thing about busy is a cap because most of the times, if you really want to, she'll make time for you. And that goes for the girls too. If you really want to, he'll make time for you. Don't let these people fool you because it's not true. You know, how many times, like, <laughs> yo, all right, bro, let me let me just keep going. No, nah, let me go back. All right, yo, listen, if they like you, they will make time for you. This is not cap. Just think about it for yourself. How many times a person that actually liked you would go out of their way or try to or try their best to uh, make plans with you and adjust their schedule. Whereas if somebody wasn't interested in you, they'd be like, oh, I'm busy or I can't make it. Da 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 whoop de whoop. Yo, they're not serious. Leave them alone. Stop wasting your time. One thing I'm gonna let y'all know. Is like for me, <laughs> yo, if she's not serious, bro, or like if she's not interested, and it's not even like if she's playing coy with me or playing hard to get, that's one thing. But if I know she's not interested in me, bro, I'm talking to you one time or two, maybe like a week or so. If I know that you don't really care for me like that, yo, good riddance, good, God bless you, Godspeed. And I mean that sincerely because, yo, I'm not going to waste my energy. I can put my energy in this, my YouTube stuff, my schoolwork, like, and other things in my life, right? So I'm not going to do that just for you. Like, who are you, child? Anyways, going on. <laughs> going on. So too much ego in people to have a healthy relationship. Shout out to the homie. Drop in science, man. Like, yo, a lot of these people think they're prima donnas. Think that they have arrived. Just because you have, like, what, over 10K followers, you've arrived? Do you realize, like, if a glitch happened and all your followers would go away, you'd be nothing? And it's not it has anything to do with people who have a lot of followers or anything, but a lot of times people have this misconception is first person or what's it called not first person main character syndrome which they think that the world revolves about them and that like the whole story of life is their life and then we're just a, a supporting cast it's like fam you're not i like you a lot you're cool <laughs> you're dope you're a nice person maybe whatever but you're not that special where you deserve more than the average person you don't there's none righteous no not one and you're not that special bro you really are not you're not that special because there's many people like you even like the celebrities who are people who've done great things and we call them great it's like you're, you're still a human being though my dad always told me and i'm gonna tell you guys this is like if you can sick if you can get sick or you can die then you're just a human being so Hmm, not that special to me. So, uh, yeah, well, let's check our egos at the door. Uh, going on to the next one, this guy's cracking jokes saying the problem with dating in this generation is because I got no game. I know he's capping, bro. This guy gets girls. Stop it. Uh, going on to the next one, but he's still the homie. Uh, going to the next one, people love their phones way too much. And there's nothing spontaneous, nothing original, because you see everything online. So that's a good point. What happened to spontaneity? What happened to all that stuff? What happened to um, going to her house at like 7 p.m. saying, yo, I'm going to take you out, go on a walk at like 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, where 
Oh, let's let's go skydiving or let's do something adventurous. I know, like obviously, times have changed now because of you know the virus and all not, all that stuff. But even before that, it was the same thing. Like most of it is all about showing off what we're doing right now together online and making YouTube videos. And she got me a pair of jeans, as I mentioned before, or she's a quarter five, or he gave me a Birkin bag or. Uh, what's what y'all like the Pandora bracelet bracelets and stuff? Whack. Anyways, but it's just like yo, they just showing me gifts that I could have paid for myself. It's like that. That's nice. That's great. I'm glad that you went to the pumpkin patch for the fifth year in a row. That's 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 great. You guys can't even make pumpkin pie, so what's the point? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we went to the apple orchard. For the 11th time this summer, that's or this fall, like that's great. I'm glad you went to Wonderland again. It's open every year except for last year. That's great. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's no spontaneity, there's nothing special about it. You're just trying to show off, like, yo, I'm here with her. That's cool if you want to do that. I'm not hating on you, but I am though. Anyways, going on social media again. You see the common theme here. Social media affects our lives. It's part of our life. It's basically our dispensation, if you think about it. It's been a part of our lives because we are the generation that actually grew up with it when it was starting to explode. Obviously, the generation before us, the millennials, are half. They grew up with uh, MySpace, but they didn't. Their childhood didn't have social media in it, like. It did for us. Like they had chat rooms at best, but for the most part, they didn't grow up with a Facebook account. They didn't grow up with a Twitter account. And the next generation is going to grow up with all of what we had and then the new stuff that's coming out too. So like most of these kids, bro, they have, they try to add me on like Snapchat and Twitter. It's like, fam, can you go to the kids zone? Is there a kid's Twitter? Can they make that Twitter for kids so they can just stop following me on, on that one, bro? I don't want children following me. Anyways, going on, people are scared to be vulnerable. What did I say? They're scared to be vulnerable, and they're scared to be open to love. Like I said, a lot of our generation has baggage Okay, we have so much baggage that we can rent a U-Haul truck. It's not even a game. It's really not. Like, yo, honestly, this is what I'm talking about. Because a lot of times people are not open to show their true emotions about how they actually feel about this person or what they're dealing with. I know mental health, mental health is being taken serious now. It's a good thing that a lot of men are getting into that now because as men, if we're going to be leading, trust me, you're going to have to be, have an ease at mind or have a peace of mind. So what she said, science, bro. Straight up. People are scared. They just want, or sometimes I don't even think is that they're only scared. They just want the aesthetic of a relationship or just because they just feel lonely or they just feel like they should need someone right now. Just like how you see that memes like, yo, like I should be here with a girl right now, but I'm not, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like if I'm not serious about it, then what's the point? Uh, another one shout out to her. She said a lot of people date without a goal or purpose. If there's not dating for marriage, leave them alone. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. If they're not dating for marriage, leave them alone. Stop wasting your time. If you're aiming at nothing, then, like, yo, you're just trying to kick it. Just be, or at least if you're going to do that, just say that, bro. And that's why... Listen, I'll always tell them, like, yo, if I'm serious, I'm letting you know from a rip. Like, I see a future. And most dudes will say, at the back of their mind, they think, yo, this could go to the next level. I could engage her or not. Most guys have thought about it. If he's not thinking about it like that, and he doesn't need you to be on top of him either, so don't pressure him into doing it. 
But at the same time, yo, give him a little one-two hint because at the end of the day, it's your life too, right? So it's your life. You guys are coming together. So I love this one that they're not dating without a purpose, man. They're not dating with a goal and ends to a means. They're not doing it for something, which should be the final stretch, which should be marriage. Another person said, shout out to him, people can't communicate and talk through issues and instead prefer to uh, blame and point fingers. So accountability, where is that? I know some people are accountable or easily because a lot of times bro in our generation like we notice a lot of times it's like it's always somebody else's fault which is true to a, a degree like sometimes it is actually somebody's fault but sometimes you also have to take uh, responsibility and accountability for your own actions and be responsible for what you do i'm responsible for what i do and what i say okay that's what i'm responsible for i'm responsible for what i do so I think just like what this person says is that instead of just always blaming somebody else and actually reason and think about what you're actually saying and not just saying stuff, the first thing that comes to your mouth, why don't you use your brain? Why don't you just have like, I don't know, 10 seconds maybe. Is that is that good enough? 10 seconds? And just think, bro. Use your brain. Just think and then say it after. Work through the issue, okay? Do that. And stop running to your friends all the time. Okay, that's a story for another day. Um, Yeah, but some things are between you and your partner, bro. Sometimes you just, other voices don't need to be added to it because it's just nonsense, all right? You guys got in the mess together. Y'all can work your way out. I'm going to just say it again. If you guys got yourself in it, y'all can work it out. Not saying that you can't go to advice for other people in general, but when it comes to your problems, you don't want other people in it. Because, yeah, you might have forgiven him for what he's done to you or you, she, she might be forgiven by you for what she has done to you, but the people that you bring into the situation might not forgive them or might constantly shade them, even though you guys work past it. And they'll bring it up, especially if it comes to, like, parents and stuff. Like, yo, listen to me. Anyways, media, and shout out to the homie for that response. And then this is another one. Media and Paul pop culture have uh, created unrealistic expectations and standards very very true like i said disney even though i'm a huge disney fan bro the standards of those relationships are unattainable for the average person nor do they even make any sense because it's a cartoon so let's stop doing that and reality tv isn't real it's scripted in case you didn't know that and we need to stop comparing our lives to people who are acting because it's not real, like I said. And let's actually compare our lives to people that you actually know and actually can counsel you and actually can give you advice that works for your relationship so that you can grow as an individual instead of being discontent because he can't get you a breaking bag. But Kim has one. Kim's also a millionaire, okay? Like, you did not date the guard for the Raptors, okay? Your boy plays rec basketball. So I don't know what you're asking him for a breaking back for. Unless if he's, like, a lawyer or has those money, that money coming in, that cash, that guala that you want, that's fine. But don't be discontent. You know what you signed up for, fam. Most of you guys know. Shout out to him. Stop with these unrealistic expectations, people. Is is ruining your life and your mental wherewithal if you even had one. Uh going on, shout out the homie. People the problem is is that people don't know the difference between dating and courtship. I might do a episode on that. I might do another episode on that. I might have to bring somebody on to help me with that. So, um, 
we'll bring that through. And obviously, it's going to be a Christian perspective. So if you're not Christian, sorry, not sorry. But yeah, it's going to be with that. But like, yeah, a lot of people don't know the difference between um, dating. Dating is like a really new construct if you think about it. It's like no more than like, I want to say 50 years old. And some people are saying, yo, that's a long time. Overall, over the marriage, nah. <laughs> marriage has been around since like the beginning of time. Um, as far as uh, dating, it's a new concept. It's a new social construct. So a lot of people don't know the difference between that and dating. It's like, yo, honestly, you got to know the difference right a way so you can set the standard and that the person knows, hey, yo, this is the standard. I'm not falling short by on it. And a lot of times humans, we do fall short, but if you set it there and you work towards that standard and you set uh, the parameters of the relationships and the rules, set it down, easy. You guys have no rules. You don't have a relationship. A relationship must have rules in order for it to work has to have rules it's not gonna work i'm gonna say it again it has to have rules okay and you have to come to a general agreement on those rules in order for it to work and then one of the homies said she don't like the two to one ratio Y'all don't get played out here, bruh. Because sometimes it be like that. It really be like that. So we're not going to wrap up the episode right here. I'm just going to do one small segment. And then we'll get into the last part. But hopefully you guys are enjoying it thus far. If you are, please leave a review on Apple iTunes. And, yo, we will be right back momentarily. All right, so this is the last one. So um, this individual, um, she said that she wanted to make a more in-depth answer. So this is what she said. And I'll just read it in your hearing. So she said, I would say communication as a whole, but I also find communication has been heavily impacted by social media and other distractions directly connected to people's phones. So people, instead of connecting and really being present in that moment with their partner, they're distracted by their phones. She also said that uh, it's so crazy because I've heard someone say this before, blah, 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 that now in an age where we have social media, you can connect and communicate with people so easily and all over the world. But ironically, we live in a very disconnected society because people are so consumed by it. All right? So that basically summarizes everything. Am I completely basing it on social media? It's not all social media's fault. However, it does play a huge role in our life because a lot of us, if not all of us are dealing with something or have baggage because of our experiences in our life. And also we're, we grew up in the beginning stages of social media to the phenomenon that it is now. A lot of us, like since we were the ages of nine and 10, have been online and had an online presence since we were 10 years old. And a lot of us are in our early to mid 20s to early 30s late 20s right now so that's over a decade of usage on social media living your life on social media so the internet social media all that sort of stuff all plays a role in our upbringing and how it affects our relationships in this current day so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode i enjoyed making it for you if you like content like this definitely subscribe stick around i'll probably do another type of instagram help for a podcast if i have any ideas um i might do that in the near future but to all those who responded 
if you're listening to this, thank you for all your help. Without you, this wouldn't be possible. Thank you for helping out with this dope content. All credit is due to you guys. I'm mostly God gives me the wisdom for this stuff, but um, I thank you guys for even responding. You guys don't have to respond. And you guys have a lot of wisdom yourselves, so you should give yourself a hand clap because, yo, you guys are dropping some serious bombs, some serious gems. Hopefully, people pick them up because, honestly, in this day and age, our generation needs a lot of help. not saying that other generations before us were better. They were better in some ways than the worst in other ways because there's no perfect generation. But if we are aware of our issues and we are aware of what, needs to be done what needs to be fixed we can do the work and step forward and actually do what we say that or be the change that we actually want to see in the world so definitely thank you guys once again if you have any questions comments concerns or assertions hit me up underscore dd the swap kit ig hit me up make sure you check out my food page some swap food check out my youtube channel some Oh, I almost messed it up, bro. Uh, so, like, Swap Kid TV. All that jazz. Make sure you check me out there and subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. Also, check me out on Facebook as well. I'll be posting a link on Facebook and all that stuff. So, yo, if you guys can find me there, that would be much appreciated. Thank you once again. And with that said, this is your boy, Darius D, signing off once again. So just chill, just chill till the next episode because your boy DD is definitely out of here.